Hi family, welcome to the PIWC Accra podcast, where we are inspired, challenged and equipped to possess our spheres of influence with principles and values from the word of God, preached and taught powerfully by anointed and seasoned men and women of God. We believe strongly that this word will bless your life, so do not keep it to yourself, share it with someone you know needs to hear it. On today's episode of the podcast, we are certain that you'd be blessed even as you receive the ministration of God's word with open hearts. Now family, let's get into the word of God. We thank God for the gift of life. Briefly, we will look at how to reposition ourselves for maximum impact in 2023. Are we ready to sail on? How to reposition ourselves for maximum impact in 2023. Let me go over the theme so that you get the import of the message. Everything will be centered around that as the Holy Spirit leads us. How to reposition ourselves or yourself, myself, for maximum impact in 2023. You know, you can easily glean something out of the topic that you're doing something great already. But there is a gentle call for us to reposition ourselves for maximum impact. Are you here? So if you have created certain forms of impact in the past, the call now is maximum impact. Shout maximum impact. Maximum impact. As per the global theme for the church, which is repositioning the local church for maximum impact in the nations. You know, the global church, we have the theme for 2023 as repositioning the local church for maximum impact in the nations. So we are not just interested in creating impact, forms of impact, but we want this impact to be maximum to be maximum. And please listen to this carefully. Many churches have existed locally and internationally, but we want our church to create maximum impacts. Are you here? Companies have existed, but we want yours to create maximum impacts. In fact, students have existed and are still existing, but we want our students to create maximum impacts. Families have existed, but we want families to create maximum impacts. Leaders have existed and will continue to exist until Christ Jesus comes. But our form of leadership must create maximum impact. And friends, we just want to look at a few pointers or things that will help us to create maximum impact. But please remember this. The secret to achieving maximum impact has been shared in the theme already. It is called repositioning. Did you catch that? It is called what? Repositioning. So let's quickly look at how to reposition ourselves for maximum impact. It's going to be very... Maybe soft and slow, but I want you to catch something in your spirit because it's our first service. It's just like being in an aircraft and taking off. The takeoff is extremely important. If you miss that, later on up high, you can have troubles. And like I've been repeating, we just want to see how to reposition ourselves for maximum impact. Just to recap, maybe you're doing well. I'm not too sure how 2022 went for you. And I'm not too sure what you're expecting 2023 to become for you. But the key is in knowing how to reposition yourself. God is about to do something great, but he wants people who are ready. In fact, you see, the thing will happen, but you must be located at the right place. Did you catch that? 
God will do mighty things, but you must be located at the place where God is doing the thing. Right, so to achieve maximum impact in 2023, the first point is to change the way you think. Hello. We wouldn't have time to go through all the points, so I'll just dwell on a few. In fact, we need to change the way we think. Of course, if you're thinking right, then you have to improve it. If not, then the call for us is to change it. Proverbs 23, verse 7. Remember the first point. Let's change the way we think. Proverbs 23, verse 7 from the New King James. For as a man thinks, the New King James Version. For as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. Hmm. You know what that means? It means that if you look into characterize a human being, if you have any means of detecting what he's thinking in his heart, that is the totality of the person. So it is not just in what people say, how people appear, but what is embodied in their heart is a representation of their total self. Hello. Right, so if you really want to excel, if you want to make maximum impact, then you must be interested in what is within you, what is hidden in the heart. Today, if I have a better way of expressing this, my appeal is that see yourself as having come to a spiritual surgery so that you check the condition of your heart because that will determine, it is the determinant of the impact you can make in 2023. If you study Proverbs 23 verse 7 carefully, the context of it actually is about a mean person, a stingy person. He tells you, eat, 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 but his heart is not with you. So he says that you must be very careful else you will vomit or you have eaten. Then he's telling you that, in fact, his true self is the condition of his heart. In him is something very difficult, evil, dangerous, yet he's not revealing it physically. As a man thinks in his heart, so is he. There is one thing I have found in life, my dear brothers and sisters, all great people or people who create impact have one thing in common. Are you ready to know that? They think right. Meet a person who does not think right and you can predict how his future is going to be or how her future is going to be. All great people have one thing in common. They think right. Can I go further to say that we are products of our thinking? We are products of our thinking. You see, our beginning may not be great, but can I announce with all confidence in scripture that it does not matter? It does not matter. We all come from different backgrounds, levels, and social forms. But the difference between where you start and where you end is based on your thinking. May I repeat that? We all have different backgrounds, different educational levels. In fact, different social standings. But you see, this can be the beginning. They do not matter. The difference between your now and your future is dependent on what you think about and how you think. Is that okay? The difference between your now and your future is based on your thinking. The reason is that I have seen royals walking low and defeated. And I have also seen slaves rising to the top. The difference was in their thinking. I have seen royals walking low and serving as servants. But I've also seen slaves rising up. The difference we want to record is in their thinking. In fact, Ecclesiastes put it better in Ecclesiastes 10 verse 7. We can read that. Ecclesiastes 10 verse 7. It says, I have seen slaves on horseback while princes go on foot <laughs> like slaves. I have seen slaves on horseback while princes go on foot like slaves. The difference is in the thinking. In fact, concerning Jesus, maybe that is not a real import, but maybe we can extend it and give a meaning to that. He says that as long as the heir is a child, there's no difference between the heir and the slave. Because when you are a child, you think like a child. Therefore, there will be no difference between you and a slave. Today, let's upgrade our thinking towards the things of God. Because it is the determinant for our future. I've already stated that the difference between where you start 
and where you end is based on your thinking. Our transformation is based on our thinking. Is that point clear? Look at how Paul writes to the church in Romans, in Romans chapter 12, verse 2. Be ye transformed by what? The renewing of what? I'm sure last time I told you that he didn't say be ye transformed by the removal of your mind. Because sometimes some believers think that we must remove our mind. He didn't say be ye transformed by the removal of your mind at all. But he says be transformed by what? The renewal of your mind. It's a working on the mind. A working on your thinking. Working on your thinking, right? Having said all this, because it's extremely important, let's move on to how do we improve our thinking. I'm sure you've been waiting for that. It's not enough to give the theory of change your mind, change your thinking, and all that. Let's see how to improve our thinking. The first point the Lord laid upon my heart feed your heart with the word of God. Feed your heart with the word of God. Maybe we can say together, I will feed my heart with the word of God. You see, the scripture we read in Proverbs 23, 7, the King James Version or New King James Version, helps us to understand where thinking comes from. It goes on to say, as a man thinks in his heart, in his heart. So you must feed your heart with something because it is the abundance of it that brings out the reality. It is what is hidden in you that comes out. If you feed your mind with some movies, you are likely to be screaming in the night, hey, no demon is chasing you. You are feeding your mind with wrong stuff. You can feed your mind with how witches and wizards and how people are taking you to a juju man and how it's so frightening. They are drinking blood and how there is something scary. People always, I wonder why we don't wear white for dark things, but we always wear black for dark things. I wonder that color change. Anyway, I'm not questioning anybody in white because I was in white. But the point I'm trying to make, friends, let's feed our mind with the right stuff. Feed your mind with the right stuff. Because if you joke with that, your whole world will be saturated with fear. Ooh, when our beloved minister was speaking to us and touching on fear and saying that in 2023, we shall not fear. Then he went further to give us the solution to fear. It's faith. So when faith enters, fear vanishes. But whilst I stood there, the Holy Spirit extended that thinking. And I was like, oh, cool. So you see, the solution to darkness is what? Come on. The solution to darkness is what? So when there is light, it doesn't mean that darkness is gone. But the light overrides darkness. Hey. <laughs> so you see, the Christian faith, when we are provided with light in Christ Jesus, does not mean that darkness is gone. It does not mean that troubles are gone. But when you switch the light on, it is as if darkness does not exist. You must feed your mind with the word of God so that darkness does not even exist. You see... Our pastor went further to talk about how darkness will come. Troubles may come in the night. There are two instances of life. When there is darkness, sometimes it may be night time. There will be a morning time soon. And the darkness will vanish by itself. But even when you are in darkness in the night time and there is light, it is as if there is no darkness because you can still see through it. This is what happened to the three Hebrew boys. The fire was not quenched. It did not die off. But in the midst of the fire, there was a fourth person who looked like the son of God. So the darkness may be there, but you can walk through it. In 2023, feed your heart with the word of God so that you can walk through all the challenges of life. You see, Proverbs 4.23. I got glued to Proverbs over this period of time. Then I knew that God was up to something in 2023. Let's come back to him for wisdom through his word. In Proverbs 4.23, it reads, Above all else... Guide your heart, for everything you do flows from it. Oh, this is cool. 
is giving you the source of your actions. So you see, the reason why you were mad with a person the other time, the reason why you had a tendency to do that thing was because it was deposited in your heart. So if you deposit the word of God in your heart, then you have the tendency to act according to the will of God. Please, is that okay? Let us guide our heart with the word of God. And therefore, the psalmist is careful to say that I have hidden your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. Psalm 119, verse 11. Psalm 119, verse 11. I have hidden your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. Point number two on this. Get good mentors. So we've tied on thinking and we are saying that the first point is feed your heart with the word of God. Then the second one, get good mentors. As you feed your heart with the word of God, you must get people who stir you up positively. People who drive you towards where you want to go. You must intentionally make friends with certain people. You must intentionally observe how people do certain things so that you learn from that. Friends, you see, if you want to go faster, you must learn quickly. Did you get that? The reason is that just like a normal school educational system, until you pass, you hardly go forward. Or even if you are pushed forward and you have not learned your lessons very well, throughout life, you're going to panic anytime you come across something that is close to what you missed. You must observe. You must have a heart of learning. A learning heart. A heart that carefully observes and says, that, no, I was wrong on this. Next time, I'm not going to do it. You see, some of us have the tendency of all the time providing answers. And trying to justify why we do what we do. But I come to you with a different turn on the clock that maybe we can reflect going forward. We can reflect. I'm sure I one time told you a sister who was telling me that the husband said, no, 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 no. You've been silly. You're not doing right. And the husband was insulting. Then I rebuked the husband. In fact, I was counseling them and I said, no, no, no. This is not right. Then I asked the lady, that, what did you do? When she narrated what she did, then I said, Maybe your husband is not insulting you. <laughs> it's a word of advice. Right. So please, words that come to you in 2023, take some positive things out of it. Rework yourself. Sometimes we cry for promotion. But God wouldn't want to promote you so that he collapses you or crushes you. If you are not refined and you get to your place of destiny, you are a danger to society. Is somebody getting something? Let the word of God penetrate your heart so that when you have arrived at your place of destiny, you are resourced enough to deliver. Sometimes when you are delayed or denied of things, stop accusing people. Go back and check. The last time I did it, did I do it right? Because everyone wants to see results. Take your time and work on yourself so that the level up there will be given up to you. Because it's a year of maximum impact. You are a singer, you were given one time to sing, and they said, sing one, and you sing two. And next time, you are not given the chance, and you are blaming the one who calls. This is lack of wisdom. You were given one opportunity to serve, and you abused it. You forgot. You see, one apostle said something to me, and I learned a big lesson. It was in a session that, well, it was tailored towards some people, but I sat in it, and I learned out of it. If you forget where you are coming from, you are likely to be arrogant. But if you remember how God has taken you from one level onto the other level, and remember for us Pentecostals, usually when we say God has taken us, we quickly forget that God used individuals to take us there. Am I speaking wisdom to somebody? We quickly switch it up into the supernatural and make it look like all of a sudden, they're not, no, 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 no. I'm yet to see how God just comes down, he leaves a person. No, 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 he works through people. He works through people. 
In 2023, as you prepare for maximum impact, check your associations and be kind enough to regard those who are helping you. The reason is that if you show one appreciation, you are likely to get more opportunities. Am I speaking wisdom to somebody? Get good mentors. In 1 Corinthians 15, 33, Bible says, do not be misled. You know what that means? 1 Corinthians 15, 33. Do not be misled. Other versions will say, do not be fooled. In fact, be wise. The reason is that bad company corrupts good character. It's been said in one of the local dialects as a proverb that show me your friend and I will show you what. If you hang out with wrong people, you are likely to be influenced. Can I just share this personal thing with you? I don't know if it's the right form, but please bear with me. Whilst growing up, I was very intentional. I would be honest with you. I will intentionally go to the homes of those that I want to become and just monitor, study. Sometimes get to their library, read what they read, ask them questions and see how they have come to where they have been. Among a group of people, at a gathering, you are likely to find some playing, but you are likely to find some also focused. In fact, be focused in 2023 because yours is maximum impact. Good company will promote good character. If you know in 2022, some people came your way and they did not help you, please sign them off. Hey, did you get that? Sign them off. You see, I sometimes reflect on these and see that life is very short. We were doing a family retreat and I was asking my daughter uh, to make a, what we call resolution 2023. And um, she, she wrote something. We needed to add timings to it. And he said, okay, in 2023, I've told myself that my maximum screen time will be five hours. I said, hey, five hours on what? It means five hours on my phone. Whilst I was challenging her, he said, dad, I don't know the phone you're using. But if you like, check your screen time and you see that your screen time is more than my screen time. Then I realized that if you are not careful in life, you will spend time on things that do not feed directly into what God wants you to become. Let us be intentional in 2023. You see, if you spend all the time watching things that are not adding value to yourself or the person you want to become, then you realize that out of 24 hours, say you spend 8 hours out of it. You do 8 hours work, 16 out of that, and you can imagine how many hours are left. If you spend some hours on television, if you spend some hours, and you know sometimes the hours we spend, we spend it on being angry, being upset, being so disturbed. And just wasting energy. Energy that can be translated into something positive. Is spent just worrying. Just thinking. A friend of mine once quoted that anger or bitterness is like drinking poison and expecting the other one you are bitter about to rather die. When the person has no clue how bitter or how angry you are with the person. Check it. Sometimes you are wasting your energy. Am I speaking sense to somebody? Lord, we pray that you grant us grace on these things. Get good mentors. Be intentional in 2023. The third point I've already mentioned, humble your heart and learn from your mistakes. Take your time in 2023, friends. Observe what you did in 2022 and learn out of them. Don't seek to justify everything. Maybe your tone was too high. Oh, bear with me again. I was sharing a joke with a friend that, look, we all come from different places. There are some homes you come from and your whole life can be about chewing gum. I don't know what I'm talking about. Your whole life can be about chewing, whether in public, whether in the bars, whether, then I asked one time, that as you you become a surgeon. Will you be fit for that role? So you see how your parents made you does not matter. What matters is where you are going and being ready to discipline yourself that this is where I am going. 
Therefore, you take on the clothes for your new era. I've been very disturbed and sometimes I wish I could provide a solution out of that because in our room, and I'm sure it's the same for all of us, in our room are pictures of our past. Every photo you take today, tomorrow is your past. Is that not it? But I wish I could have a picture of my future so that I'll rather focus on it. Because the things I do now must match up onto who I want to become in the future. Is somebody getting the word of God today? Humble your heart and learn from your mistakes. The one who learns quickly will go faster. God is a loving God. What he does is he keeps you at one place until you have learned your lessons. Again, one time I was sharing somewhere and I was saying that, my dear one, all you have to do around this time is just take your time and learn. God is just waiting for you to just catch the lesson. Sometimes we live in cycles. We go around from one point to the other. It's as if you are increasing, then you come down. Sometimes it is not even Satan. It is God himself helping you to learn something out of what you are doing. Is somebody getting it? Humble your heart, let's humble our hearts and learn from our mistakes. Then in working on our mind, the fourth point is have the my God is in charge attitude. My God is in charge. I've mentioned this over here before, so I won't overdwell on that. Our God is in charge. You must walk to your workplace. You must work, walk to your school. You must get into your spheres of influence thinking that my God is in charge. Ooh, my God is in charge. When things are not going right, just remember, your God is in charge. In 2023, let it be ingrained on the tablets of your heart that your God is in charge. Then maybe the fifth one, have the I can do it mindset as the book of Philippians denotes. I can do all things through Christ Jesus who strengthens me. I can do, I can be better. If you have failed in one and you've learned your lessons, then, then the announcement is that you can do it. You can do it. Do not be down, but move on. Remember, you can do it. On that point, maybe let me give the last point. In fact, working on your mindset, working on your thinking, you must approach life with diligence. Diligence. When I come across people who do things that they have, I'm scared for their future because if anything serious is handed over to them, they will cause serious accidents. You don't know why sometimes God limits us. You see, if God does things random, as some of us think, the world will be chaotic, chaotic, very disturbed. In fact, if God thinks the way we think, some of us, how we want all of a sudden, then things will all of a sudden, those sort of things. Hey. So like we come to church, then all of a sudden God is thinking, hey, thousand people or so are here. Let me calculate the amount of oxygen to give them. Then he will portion it. You get small. God doesn't work like that. Therefore, in 2023, if you want to make maximum impact, align yourself to the way God does things. He decides to create the world and everything in it. He calculates it and says, I'm going to use five days, whatever the days represent. But he did that. There was a start and there was a finish. Every assignment you have in 2023, remember that there will be a start and there will be a finish time. The grace you have is within two, two points. It's called a duration, a starting point and an end point. Don't joke with the interval because it will determine the impact you are able to make. God is precise, very calculative. He is a great planner. The other time when he was describing what Abraham was looking for, he was saying that he was looking for a city whose architect and builder is God himself. Do you know what that means? He plans how to construct it. He designs it. He perfects it. Then he constructs it. Can we have a life that is like that? Friends, I can share this with you in 2023. I mean business. Do you also mean business? 
Life is too short to waste it. Therefore, make sure intentionally you are focusing on important things. You must tell yourself that this is not for me. This is not for me. No, 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 no. This is not for me. When you get into groups that have the tendency to waste time, just tell them that, no, 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 I no longer belong. You see, for some of us, we must begin deleting some numbers. We must begin deleting some contacts. We must begin deleting some websites. Because 2023 is the year of maximum impact. You must be diligent. Diligent. Let me end that point with a scripture or maybe a book I've mentioned to you. I'm sure I've told you this story, but I'm amazed by it and it transforms me so hugely. Friends, it's about this lady called Ruth. Ruth has followed the mother-in-law, Naomi. In fact, she followed her and we have the tendency to rejoice about her determination. But I learned another lesson out of the life of Ruth. She gets to her place of promise. I've told you this before, friends. You know that when she got there, no land was ready for her. But she will wake up. Ruth will follow the harvesters. Isn't that tedious job? She goes to lands that were not hers. In fact, she followed the harvesters. And she wasn't even collecting solid grain. She was collecting what is called leftover grains. I've told you this before. The Bible says she kept on collecting the leftover grains until one day she found herself on a land belonging to the man of destiny, the man called Boaz. Life must be step by step. Be diligent in little things and bigger things can be handed over to you. Keep on collecting the leftover grains. Do not be dismayed or disappointed. It is in the collection of the little things that ultimately the bigger thing will be handed over to you. You may be a teacher, you're thinking about setting up your own school, but until you are disciplined in the teaching of class one, class two, until you are on time, trust me, when you set your school, it will collapse. The opportunities God gives us is to discipline us and prepare us for greater things. If you miss that, when your time comes, you will fail. I have found an attitude in our culture and I pray that God helps us to overcome. Everyone working for somebody is thinking about how to get something out of the thing to be able to set them, themselves up. But until you've been faithful in little things, greater things will not be given to you. I don't know. I don't know. They're looking at how to cheat. They're looking at how to cut corners. Maybe we are not like that. But I've observed that in the society. And I'm deeply worried. Deeply worried. Many people do not go to work thinking about serving their master. But when you have been able to serve very well, oh, the Lord himself will reward you. Friends, make sure that in 2023, you are serving very well. If you are serving as a deacon, serve very well. If you are serving as a deaconess, serve very well. As an elder, as a minister, serve very well. If you are a messenger, if you are an accountant, whoever you are at your workplace, please do it with great diligence. With great diligence. The reason is that if you miss that, by the time yours come, you will fail. You will fail. Some of us want to be up there overnight. But we forget that if God ever does that, friends, it's going to be dangerous to the society because you might not have learned enough discipline to be successful. Leftover grains from the story of Ruth. And now my last point. Remember, we've been looking at how to reposition ourselves and all the points I gave was to do with our mind, how to shape our thinking and how to do it. You get a word in your heart, you humble your heart, you get good mentors, you use the my God is in charge. You use the I can do it mindset, leftover grains. In fact, be diligent in all things. So to reposition yourself, my last point today, apart from changing how you think, watch your faith. I wouldn't have time to expand it, so you just write it in your notes. Watch your faith. Another time we will look at it. But please listen to this. The greatest enemy is fear. 
for 2023. I'm extending this to say that if there's an enemy, then there's a battle. And please listen to this carefully. The greatest battle for this era is not financial. It's not health. It's not cyber security. We make a lot of noise with that. It's not even to do with morals or anything of that nature. In fact, those things are risk, scary, troublesome. But they are only triggers of a bigger battle. The greatest battle of the era is the battle against faith. It's a battle against your faith, against my faith. Be it financial, be it health, cyber security, morals, ethics, and all the big words. The agenda of the enemy is to ensure that we are out of faith. We will dwell on this another time. But look at Hebrews chapter 2 verse 1 in 2023. Hebrews 2, 1. Hebrews 2, 1. We must pay. If you have any means of highlighting or underlining this, please take note of that. We must pay the most careful attention. In my notes, I've highlighted careful attention. Therefore, to what we have heard, so that we do not drift away. Friends, we must pay the most careful attention to what we are hearing, to what we do in church, so that we do not drift away. We do not have true visibility of how 2023 will be. The spirit of the Lord in us is pointing up to something. But friends, let us be very careful. Let's pay the most careful attention to our life, our commitments, our interests, our achievements, so that we do not drift away. Please, listen to the words of Jesus. Then I conclude. Listen to the words of Jesus in Luke chapter 18, verse 8. Luke chapter 18, verse 8. I tell you, he will see that they get justice and quickly. However, when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on the earth? I'm sure I've quoted this many times here. But please look at the wording carefully. God is saying that he will see that we get justice and not just at a normal time. It's going to be quickly. However, when he comes, will he find faith on the earth? As we prepare ourselves for maximum impact, remember that in our era and even the era to come, the greatest battle is against we not trusting God, we denying God. So you see, the negative things will come. But please hear this carefully. Health conditions may improve. The reason is that medical science is advancing. And please get this right. The things we do not know and the things we do not understand in the near future we will know. And understand. I've stated this somewhere. But let me carefully state it so that you don't misinterpret it. If you make, I've said it, <laughs> if you make our God the God of the unknown, when it becomes known, our God will be killed. When we make our God the God of the unknown, the God of the things we do not understand, immediately understanding comes that God will be killed. In Pentecost fire, one time stated that the God killed in Ephesus' lab. If you make yourself and your thinking around things, things that you do not understand, therefore there is God. The day understanding will come. I said it over here, that God will be killed. But our God is a God of all things. Whether we understand or we don't understand, he rules above all. He is not limited by understanding. Medical care will advance. Make sure it does not affect your belief in divine healing. Economic situations may improve. Make sure it does not affect your faith in the provident God. Educational systems will advance. But make sure it does not affect the constant drive towards knowing God. 
things will improve. Let us check our faith. Because the primary concern of Jesus is that will he find people of faith when he returns? Will he see us gathered like this, looking up to him? In fact, friends, we must be in constant fellowship if we want our faith to be maintained. Constant fellowship if we want our faith to be maintained. We must be in constant devotion as is recorded in Acts chapter 2 verse 42. We must pray all the time. In fact, we must surround ourselves with believers if we want our faith to be maintained. Let me go over it. We must be in regular fellowship. Hebrews 10.25 will tell you, some are in the habit of doing that, but you check it. Do not forsake the assembly of the brethren because in 2023, things may be better for you, but when all things go well for you, remember that it is God who gives you ability to make wealth. Come to him all the time. So regular fellowship. Then we must be in devotion and in prayers all the time. In Acts chapter 2 verse 42, he stated there. We must come to the Lord's table all the time as we remind ourselves of the death and the resurrection of Jesus. In 2023, are you ready for maximum impact? Check your thinking and also ensure that you maintain faith in our Lord Jesus Christ. May the Lord bless us and grant us grace. God bless you. God sent Jesus his son through his love to die for our sins and he resurrected that will have new life in him and anyone that believes in his heart that indeed this gift of God is his and confesses with his mouth accepting that gift the Bible says that the person passes on from condemnation into a life of Christ I recommend this Jesus to you and if you're willing to accept him just say this simple prayer that I lead you to say which is your prayer to God that I believe that Jesus is the son of God. That is because of my sin that he came to die on the cross. And it is for my life that he was resurrected from death. Today I accept him as my Lord and Savior. And I will live with him all the days of my life. So God help me. If you have made this prayer on the authority of scripture. I welcome you into the family of God. You have become a child of God. You have been imputed with the righteousness of God. Look for a Bible-believing church around you. Better still, a church of Pentecost around you. Or if you are within the vicinity of Accra, come to us at the Dome here at ATTC and let us worship together with you. Every Sunday from 8 to 10.30. Every Wednesday we have done services from 5.30 to 7 a.m. And every Friday, a cry-out session where we cry out to go with our various needs from 6 p.m. And God would bless you and you will grow in your work with God. If you have done that, Lord, I present them that have given their lives to you. Your word says that it is your spirit that convinces and convicts a man of righteousness and even of judgment. Today, as they have made confessions in faith, O oh God, we pray that as you did for us many years, that it be done for them, that their lives in you would grow by the day and their appetite for sin would die by the day and they would grow and become useful to you even in this life. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.